What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to More Than a Podcast. It's your boy James, and it's Wednesday, December the 4th. Still moving on strong. What is that, 26 days till Christmas? I do believe I am right. I don't know, but you can tell me. Uh, Yeah, man. Back. Back at it again. Uh, As always, on Wednesdays and Saturdays, come around, give you guys uh, more of the greatness. So um, get right into it. So before I get started into so if you're if you follow me on Twitter, right, uh, then you already know exactly what's going down. We're uh, doing the top 25 PlayStation one games, my top 25. Uh, you know, I'm not setting a standard here. I'm just letting you guys know what I would ride with if these were the 25 games that I had to take. And this is all in commemoration of uh, their recent uh, 25th anniversary, 25 years ago. Uh, we got the PlayStation one and you know what? Like it's, it's been a long time, you know, like I, I can, I can kind of sort of remember where I was, uh, you know, when, when this system was out, but yeah, 25 years. So I definitely uh, have, I definitely over all the games that they've released have 25 games to share. So I'm going to go ahead and, and let you guys know that. But before I even get into it, I want to uh, tell you guys about our sponsor. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but what I do want to do, I want to tell you guys a little story. So uh, first off, I got a new phone. I got myself a brand new phone. And let me tell you something. Now, I am not somebody who always has to go out and get a phone because I normally take really, really, really good care of my phones. Now, this phone quit on me. And the phone that I had was a Sony Xperia, one of the cheaper models, but it did the job. I think the only thing that I really felt it wasn't doing right was uh, a bit of the sound quality little low for my taste but you know it is what it is but it stopped charging and i had to go back to uh another phone that i had because i really like i said i I usually keep good care of my phones but um this phone started uh going off on me i think i probably had this phone for about maybe three and a half four years and so it was time to get a new phone the phone i got is the one plus seven pro uh if you don't know about OnePlus, they're a startup company uh out of china and their whole motto is to basically be the flagship killer i don't think that's their their moniker anymore i know that their uh you know their whole motto is never settle uh but they've been continuously making great phones over the years i've purchased three different phones from the company i got their uh inaugural phone as it was released and then i got the third version and now this is the 7 pro and dude i uh, just got to my house a few days ago loving every bit of it i'll send you guys some pictures put those on twitter so you guys can see what i'm talking about but like i said to you guys in the last podcast Pictures really don't tell the story. Videos will not tell the story. You have to hold this phone. So if you guys want to get a line going in front of my house, I'll let each one of you guys uh, hold my phone. Hold my phone. Uh, outside of that, man, last night, that was a doozy. So I got up in the middle of the night. I don't know uh, what you know what made me 
get up other than I had this really strong urge to have some Dr. Pepper. And I had no Dr. Pepper in the house and water was not going to do it. It wasn't just a factor of being parched. It was I needed to have some Dr. Pepper. Now, I figured to myself that I could just lay there in bed and let that and let that kind of ride out of me. Not at all. Uh, it got to being about 245, 250 before I started getting some clothes on and considering whether I was going to go to uh, AMPM, uh, if you're on the West Coast, AMPM or 7-Eleven, which is national. So everybody knows what that is. I believe AMPM is national, too. I I'm not sure. But uh, those are my choices. And I chose AMPM because it just seemed a little closer, a little safer uh, in the direction that I'm used to going. And it was raining really hard. And so what I did was uh, I took the back streets and I'm, I'm telling you, three o'clock in the morning, nobody's out there. Um, and I start to uh, I'm right at the light before the AMPM. And out of nowhere, three cars just come out of nowhere. Right. Ghost town before. But now three cars come out of nowhere and they all pull an AMPM. Every last one of them. Um really don't care what they were in there doing uh didn't really pay attention but i got my hands on the biggest uh dr pepper that i could possibly get and i went to go stand in line and the guy looks at me and says uh cash or debit i said oh no it's credit he said we don't take credit here i looked at him i said what he said only debit or cash and my heart broke for about a good two seconds and i think he saw like my soul leave a little bit. And you know what? He he was a good guy and he allowed me to take the soda. Now, granted, I already poured it. So, I mean, yeah, he could have been the biggest hater in the world and just taking the soda, poured it out, whatever. I mean, but he was just really, really nice. And uh, and I respect, you know, his resolve in in helping me with uh, with my needs at, at three o'clock in the morning. So. Uh, took the soda home, gulped it down, went to bed, and all was right in the world. And that was my crazy yesterday. But uh, today, knowing that I was going to come and, uh, and you know, get this podcast going, I felt, why not talk about uh, 25 PlayStation 1 games that I find are my absolute favorites? Now, you could slice this any way you want. You could say, uh, you know, 25 top, top top 25 dead or alive. You could say, what would you take if you were on a deserted island? You could say if you could only play 25 PS1 games before you die, which ones? Are, dude, it's always going to be these same ones. It'll never change. It'll never change. So I'll do this list the same way that I did uh, my year list. You know, I did my... 2019 uh, top 10 games and I'm going to do it like that so what games I talk about it's not in any particular order nothing stands stands over any other game this is just from my experience games I've played games I like and what I feel like are the 25 essential games in commemoration of the 25th anniversary of the PlayStation 1. So let's get into it. Uh number 1, Final Fantasy 7. 
there's really nothing I have to say about that game. Stellar game. Everybody should play it. Um, if you're into the series at any given point, you should absolutely uh, take advantage of Final Fantasy VII. They are coming out with the remake next year, I believe in March or May. I can't remember. But if you get a chance to play the classic, do it. Resident Evil 2, another just standout classic. This was one of those games that hooked me so much. Like, I literally would beat this game every single day. Both campaigns, I would just go back and forth, back every single day, I would do this. And and this is before speed running or long plays or, you know, uh, capture cards or anything like that. Like, I just did it to do it. Now, there were some, you know, there, there were instances where I'd say, okay, I just want to see if I could, you know, uh, see how fast I can get the shotgun and see if that I could just utilize that as my only weapon or this time I'm going to just try to knife people. I mean, you know, like that was done, but you know, that was just one of those games. I just, I, it never got boring to me. Never ever got boring to me. Number three, uh, metal gear solid. Look, dude, I, I didn't know about a metal gear game before solid and it was one of those things where once i learned that there were games that were you know that predated this the release of of solid to be honest i really didn't care because solid was just so good and i had never seen a game done like that because what was funny and i still remember it's like you know, you got the whole scene where <coughs> you're coming up in in the warehouse and, you know, you got to sneak around the guard to get to the elevator, to activate the elevator. And then that's, once you're in the elevator, that's when the, uh, the title screen comes up. Like, that to me was, like, epic. I was like, wow, you just let me play a whole bunch of game that which I which I you know of course I lost that a couple of times I was like you know getting caught by the by the guards and whatever and then you know once I got to the elevator and then the game actually started it just let me know right then that video games in themselves were just going in a whole different direction and it was going to be all thanks to uh Metal Gear Solid and I'll never forget uh you know the scene with uh with uh Psycho Manus and and you know the whole deal with how you how you how you uh defeat him that's just that that's just ingenious like people don't think about stuff like that every day uh number four silent hill uh silent hill was one of those games where to be honest with you i bought it because of the cover i didn't know you know like i i read game magazines and stuff but you know most of the time as a kid you know you read for what you knew was the popular stuff and you didn't read to find the hidden gems at least I didn't and I used to go to this game store this independent game store in the mall and they would always have this you know this uh this game Silent Hill and I would always look at it and be like that is just the freakiest case I've ever seen you know they have uh uh Harry Townsend I believe that's his name uh on the cover and it's a negative shot of his uh of his bust of his you know top half and it's just in a negative and you know I said man I 
I, something about this tells me I got to play it. So I went ahead and I bought it and I was just completely uh, taken over by, well, you know, you know, what really got me was, um, was, you know, the, the changing of the atmosphere, you know, some of the bosses were okay. You know, the seldom uh, interaction with characters, like when you found a person to interact with in the game, it was just like, oh my goodness, thank gosh, because I was just really walking around forever. And like the whole map system was really cool too, because it was kind of like, it was like real worldish, and I and I just really remember uh, just really appreciating that. And you know, it's it of course it's a game that just spawned a really successful series. And I and I just know that without this, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have played any of the other ones. I, I wouldn't have. I really don't believe I would have. Uh, number five, Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil is another game that I did not know about until the hype was real. And the only way that I knew the hype was real was when it was mentioned on a, uh, a radio show. I was really heavy into uh, listening to FM radio. And, you know, between them playing songs and you know, uh, talking about, you know, the daily goings on in hip hop, they had a full blown conversation about resident evil and how it was just the scariest game that anybody could ever play. And I, of course I bit in and, and wow, like, yeah, it, it's a, it's a really good game. Um, I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed, uh, the sequel, but it was still a good game. Uh, number six, Legend of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon is one of those hidden gems that, you know, like if you don't know about it now, you probably will never understand the, you know, the amazing nature of what this game was. I mean, as as a side factor of Final Fantasy dominating the RPG market for so long for Legends of Dragoon to just come through as a Sony property and be as good as it was i mean the story was fantastic the story was great um the animations were great you know it kind of had the same final fantasy feel you know like everybody had these these super moves and all this other stuff you know like the transformations into the uh dragon armors and then they you know do their their different techniques and whatnot but i mean it was it, it was something different and it was super cool to play. I really, 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 really enjoyed that. I wish it had spawned, you know, sequels. Uh, but, you know, I mean, things happen. Number seven, uh, Tekken 3. Uh, so Tekken, Tekken is one of those games that I have more experience with it at home than I ever did in the arcade. I didn't even know it was an arcade game um, for the longest time. I didn't know. Uh, you know, like my first... My first Tekken that I ever played was Tekken 2. And again, that was on PlayStation. And then Tekken 3 came out. And then one time I went to an arcade and I saw uh, Tekken 2. And I was like, whoa, that's that game I used to play on PlayStation. And, you know, like it took me a minute to realize that, oh, th this is where it kind of started. But Tekken 3 was just one of those uh, one of those fighting games that was, you know, it it was carving out its own corner in the fighting game market you know because at that time you know the biggest uh properties that we could think to play was anything with street fighter in the name and mortal Kombat, and you know tekken was just so different uh 
and really, you know, it, it's the... I kind of call it the rock, paper, scissors game. Like it's more technical than that because I, cause this game was so good. I went out and I got a strategy guide and I literally learned how to play with, I believe three or four characters like Lei Wu Long, King, Nina Williams. And, uh, who else did I learn to play? I was trying to learn how to play as, uh, uh, Kazuya, I believe that. Yeah. But I, I, I enjoyed that game thoroughly. It was like all the hidden characters and, you know, uh, it just the alternations of the characters and devil and angel and Eddie Gordo just being a, a button mashing fool. It was just such a good game. And Huarang, that was one of my other really, really cool characters. I used to love me some Huarang. Um, number eight, Parappa the Rapper. Parappa the Rapper was really, really, really good. Um, that was one of those games that was unexpectedly good. I believe I played this game for the first time at a friend's house and it was a rhythm game or it is a rhythm game um with hip-hop and you know you play as this uh this little dog and you know you go through this scenarios the scenarios of his interaction with other characters and you know I, I i still remember him with the sensei and very 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 good <laughs> like it was just the dumbest uh most fun that i ever had uh in a rhythm game so um yeah for rapper to rapper really really cool stuff number nine uh castlevania symphony tonight i don't need to say anything it's just awesome uh number 10 final fantasy tactics this was a really really good game and this game actually has a funny story um with me so of course i played final fantasy 7 before i played tactics um and playing Final Fantasy VII was by way of a friend. So if so, what people used to do because I was really proficient at video games, but I never had a I never had my own, which if that makes sense, like I'd go over a friend's house and I would just you know I'd be whooping up games or I'd be playing RPGs and I'd be really really engrossed into it, and you know friends would find themselves wanting to watch me play certain games more than play it themselves. Some some didn't even care so much as to watch me play they just wanted to know that the game was beaten they would just say here take this to your house and beat the game and i'm like okay and that was the case with final fantasy uh 7 i had a friend he was like look i'm not really gonna play this it's way too long it's too many discs take this and just beat it if you can and i spent a whole summer uh playing final fantasy 7 but when i got my own playstation one of the games that i got was final fantasy tactics and it was really, really odd at first glance because I I took it as it was going to be something more along the lines of the in-depth, you know, story that is Final Fantasy proper. But it it was and it wasn't. And so I sold it. I absolutely sold it. And I, I at that time, I had one of the original copies and I never played the game again until they came out with the greatest hits. And this, uh, the, the other game that I bought with the PlayStation was Castlevania Symphony of the Night, and I sold that as well. I had two original copies, sold them both, and I couldn't get a hold of those games until um, I played them from greatest hit form. And it has gone down to be one of my, if not the best game I have ever played in my entire life. If there is a number one that I will choose overall in all video games that I've ever played, Final Fantasy Tactics is the first game I will choose over Mario, over Punch-Out, over Zelda, Link, whatever. 
Final Fantasy Tactics is the favorite for me. Uh, number 11, Tenchu. Uh, Tenchu was a game that uh, had you play as uh, a couple of ninjas. And it was really, really cool because you'd have all these. It was, I think it was like the first game that had a non-linear approach because you had the ability to have several different tools. So at least from the execution aspect, you could do things your way. You could, you know, you could either climb around and be sneaky or you could try to take people, you know, face to face. Um, it was Sekiro before Sekiro. So, um, and it was, it wasn't insanely hard, but it was definitely challenging. Uh, but a lot of the fun was just utilizing a lot of those ninja tools and, uh, you know, ninjutsu and everything that they put in there to just make that game awesome. And it had a sequel too. sequel was really awesome. Uh, this was one of those series where, yeah, I feel like this was a stamp to the greatness of what PlayStation, uh, could offer, uh, number 12 driver, not two, not three or any other one, just driver. Driver was another one of those games that I experienced uh, through friends. And just the first time I saw it, I said, man, this is some this is a game changer. Like this is completely different than anything I've ever seen uh, in video games. Like it was that good. Um, you know, it was essentially doing what GTA has be become uh, through their inception to do so well. Uh, you know, a lot of cross map traversal where you'd go do missions, drive here, drive there. And we would have so much fun because a lot of that stuff was, you know, based on, uh, you know, style and time and whatnot. So our friends would just sit around trying to accomplish these uh, these missions, you know, better than than you know the the person who had done it tried to do it before you know so like one person could be running from the cops and um you know it's like if you crash it's like okay well then you get a turn and they would you know try and you know or getting somebody getting uh from point a to point b and somebody would you know be really proficient at that so it was just one of those games where i just said man this is really going to change the way we look at driving games altogether it was just way too much fun i wish that they made drivers like this again uh, i don't know uh number 13 street fighter alpha 3 this is uh this is probably one of the other games outside of tekken 2 that i took extremely seriously uh again another friend another uh game that i played uh through a friend um who i was actually living with at the time and what was truly amazing was that we would sit up uh to the wee hours of the morning and we would go through the world tour mode and we would max out our characters and we literally like we we were so we were so hyped on being the best of what we could produce in that world tour mode that we would not let anybody hit us in the in at least the first 10 rounds if somebody got a hit on us in the first 10 rounds, we would, we would start over, start right from the beginning. And so we trained ourselves to be, you know, if not good, very elusive. Um, 
and it was this this was one of the first times where I started to uh, understand things like low tier. So I got into a point where I said, you know what, I'm going to uh, I'm going to perfect playing with uh, uh, Vega, who is currently one of my favorite characters. Uh, I want to learn how to play with Dan. And I think that was one of the funniest things that I'd ever done. I actually had a match with uh, at the time he was a grown man and I was still a teen and um, I'd beaten I'd beaten him so severely bad with Dan. And I think he used some high tier character and he'd gotten beaten so bad that he picked up the chair that that he was sitting in and was going to toss it out of this pane window, like this huge window uh, that and we were like all on the third floor and whatever. And, and, and yeah, I, I just I still remember the act going through my imagination like I really wish he would have just gone ahead and done that because that would have been the most awesome victory that I would have been able to talk about for years and years and years uh but alas here we are no broken window um Tomb Raider 2 uh Tomb Raider 2 was it was a good game for the time you know it's one of those games that didn't age well because I believe that there was a huge transitional gap uh between when between you know, the the creation of PlayStation and, and, and its ecosystem and people perfecting PlayStation and its ecosystem. And, you know, for the most part, this was really straddling the line because like Tomb Raider 2 was like insanely fun, very ugly, but insanely fun, really hard to control, but insanely fun. And I really, really had a good time with this game. Never beat the game, but this, again, one of those games that just set the standard, set the tone, and let you know that you were playing games on the right console. Uh, number 15, Gran Turismo 2. Now, the reason that I that I uh, am choosing Gran Turismo 2 is only for one selfish, dumb reason. And it is because um, in Gran Turismo, uh, you know, you have the ability, like in all the Gran Turismo's, you have the ability to customize these cars to the very uh, nature of how you want them to operate. There is no limitation other than your imagination. And I had a friend um, who was extremely, uh, you know, proficient in the art of cars. And he would go through this game. And I mean, I would watch him and he would just, he'd be a savant with it. And he made this car and it was like, oh, what was it? I think it was like a, a like a Supra or something like that. I don't know what it was, but he made this car so fast, zero to 60 so quick and handle so well on the road. Like I couldn't understand it. I still can't modify my cars to do those things, but that was one of those things that just made it awesome. Like I would have my friend come over and I'd say, hey, I got this new car um that they just gave to me as a congratulations um do what you did with the last car and make it so that i can drive it efficiently and not crash and make a joke of myself and um yeah so it ultimately the simulation became an arcade game and i just had a blast so gran turismo 2 will always be one of my favorite driving games of all time uh number 16 twisted metal 2 um i'm sorry you cannot you cannot play the original PlayStation and not have some kind of experience with Twisted Metal. To be honest, I believe that Twisted Metal is the uh, unofficial mascot of PlayStation. Like, Sweet Tooth was the man back then. 
And I believe that, you know, this was one of the best games, you know, like, you know, like everybody likes a driving game, right? But then we also like to, you know, just be a little reckless in games, you know, and this is just one of those games that just smack put everything together, gave you the best of, of action, gave you the best of driving, you know, gave you the best of, you know, um, objectives and just, and it, and it had a story, you know? So, I mean, and it was just, it was just a lot of fun. And again, this is just one of those games where you just sit around with friends and just have yourself a blast. Number 17, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I don't care what you say. Nobody could ever argue with me. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 is one of the best extreme sport games ever made. Ever made. It is, yeah, without question. Um, I liked the first one, but 2 just did it two just amplified it like one was the test to see the possibility of what could be done and and the sequel just was to blow everything out of the water it just amplified and just turned everything up to 110 one of my favorites uh number 18 siphon filter uh if you didn't like you know the pace of a game like metal gear solid then there was siphon filter another objective game where you know, you you play as Gabe Logan and, you know, you have missions. And it's, uh, you know, again, it's one of those games that hasn't aged well. I still laugh to this day about uh, Gabe's uh, running animation. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up on YouTube because it is absolutely hilarious. But, you know, it's another game with a, with a you know, mildly engaging story. Um, the objectives were cool. The weapons were great. Um and it was fun. It was just fun. Um, and I, 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 you know, like I want to say that I would recommend somebody play this, but again, these are, it's so hard to go back and play any original PlayStation game, but Hey, uh, number 19, uh, is going to be Bushido blade. So Bushido blade, Bushido blade was one of those games that, was insanely different. I believe Square, uh, Squaresoft developed it. And it was just different than any traditional fighting game that you could play. And, you know, like it was really done in in the way to articulate the, the real nature of, you know, samurai combat. And so the the strikes were very precise, very critical, and you had to be you had to you had to be careful you know it wasn't like a game where you were just going to jump in and just mash buttons i mean you could but if there was somebody who was facing you uh who was really taking their time with the game and being more precise then you'd more than likely lose uh number 20 is going to be uh let's see what we got here number 20 it's going to be crash bandicoot reading this off a list you guys crash bandicoot so crash bandicoot um this was the absolute unofficial mascot uh if it wasn't going to be sweet tooth you know like if you you know if there was somebody that was going to stand next to sonic and mario um it was absolutely crash bandicoot this was just one of those super fun platformer games um that 
you know, everybody, I'm pretty sure if they had a PlayStation, they played this game. Um, number 21 is going to be uh, Abe's Odyssey, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. So this was another uh, fun platformer uh, back in the day. Really not too much to say about it, but, you know, um, it was, it, you know, like, again, it's one of those games where, like, this was one of those games that at the at the turn when when the game started per- performing a little bit better looking a whole lot better this was one of the products of of those uh later years uh number 22 is uh parasites eve 2 one of my absolute favorite games in the entire world um Iabrea is is the femme fatale that everybody should take a chance and play as this is one of those games that has aged a little well this was a game that uh squaresoft uh, created that was a perfect mix well actually it was a mix between an act this this was like the first action rpg but it was more leaning on the rpg elements um you know you you'd run around with artillery you know you'd have your guns and whatnots but then you would uh you'd also have these uh these magic powers you know you can do fire and all this other all these other uh different attacks and stuff and you know defeating monster would get you points and you'd spend the points and you know uh you know grow your abilities and it was just so 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 fun um i really kind of want to play it right now um you know i wish they i i get you know you you hear me exhaling and it's because this is one of those games that like i said on the last podcast i just wish they would make uh, a sequel like just do it already or just remake it i mean you got everybody in the in their uh whole band making you know remaking games now just remake parasite eve even if you just do the first one i'd be happy uh number 23 wild arms wild arms uh it's one of those awesome rpgs that really strayed away from the uh the map that was final fantasy and it did its own thing and i think that the setting uh, in the Wild Arms franchise is something that really keeps it in uh, a, a lane of its own. It's a really, really fun RPG, and this is one that, yes, I absolutely recommend anybody go back and play some Wild Arms. Uh, number 24, Medal of Honor Underground. Okay, so I would say that the original Medal of Honor, but Underground was the one that really set a different tone for how we can play games and what i mean is firstly this was a female protagonist so that was super cool in itself she was on the cover she was in the game she told she narrated the story and it was just really 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 cool um and it just i don't know like just the fact it it was more espionage as opposed to uh you know the theater of war uh, and I think that that pace just made it a little bit more consumable for me um, because it put a little bit more thought. I put a little bit more thought into what I was doing and how I was going about it. Um, and it just, you know, it it unfortunately like it, it they they built a franchise off of this stuff. But this was probably one of the last times that it was like really, really good. You know, they did a lot of different uh, titles afterwards, but Underground and the way that Underground was done hasn't been repeated 
uh, you know, in that franchise for me a for quite some time. And number 25, my last game uh, on the list is Wipeout XL. Uh, Wipeout XL was stupid fun. This was actually one of the first games that I had ever played. I actually was handed a handful of games from my best friend. He gave me his PlayStation, said, um, here, take these games. And the the games that he handed me was Wipeout XL, uh, Battle Arena Toshiden, and Tobal Number 1. Uh and Wipeout was the one that I continued to play uh, the most often. Um, it's it's a really uh, it's a high octane uh, kind of racer. Uh, I you know it's it's definitely one of those games that is more arcade heavy, not as simulated. Um, but everything about the game was just like amazing, like the the art style i mean it was kind of simple like i mean when you think about like the polygons and stuff like yes it was very very simple but the way that it was executed and how it was done and just kind of how they were making these uh you know i'll call them ships uh look and operate within the field of of racing it was it was done well it was amazing it was cool i liked it so that's my top 25 those are my 25 games that i uh live by in the honor of the 25th year anniversary of PlayStation. What are some of your games? Do you have a top 25 list? What are some of the games that I mentioned where you say, you know what, that game is absolutely going on my list? Or what was the game that I mentioned where you say, you are a fool, why did you put it there? I would love to know. You can always hit me up on the Twitter where I am active. Uh, You can hit me up. My uh, handle is Podcast, and I am there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. No, I'm just kidding. But I am there pretty actively. Um, You know, shoot me a um, message and I'll be sure to get back at you. If you're more formal about your outreach and you want to get in touch, you can always hit me up on my email. My email is email at more than a podcast. That's email at more than a podcast. And uh, again, I'll be more than happy to have a dialogue with you. Um, if it's something you want me to mention on the show, um, you know, go right ahead, let me know, and I will be more than happy to oblige. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. I had a really good time getting that list together. Really didn't have many challenges as far as like things being cut or staying. I think I, I think I was really able to just go down the list and just say, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yep, yep, and yes. So, yep, that's that. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and get myself out of here. Hopefully you guys are uh, going to have a awesome weekend coming up. The holidays are fast approaching. So with that being said, do me the favor, take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you guys next time. Bye, guys.